We really need to learn how to prepare cold opens. I don't think you can prepare a cold open, Becca. You're right, you're right, you're right. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe we need more, like... We need more practice. We need to take an improv class. <gasps> <gasps> Do you think they have improv classes at BYU? Probably. We should take an improv class. I'd, like, that legitimately, that's what all podcasters do, Becca. <laughs> I just feel like, I, I worry think... that we would be, like, like if we take an improv class together. We'd be annoying. Yeah. They'd be like, why are you taking this class? We'd be like, well, we have a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, like, have you ever met somebody who says, who said, like, I have a podcast and wanted to listen to their podcast? I feel like this is the podcast I've always wanted. Is that the is that what we're doing? We're making a podcast for our, ourselves? I thought it was established that this has always been for us. Two friends. <laughs> I feel like Entertaining that. themselves. <laughs> whiling away the fragile, like... The fragile hours. Of our youths. It's slipping away, Deegan. I'm 19. 19 going on 40. You're 19 going on 60, my love. Yeah. Can't wait to be 60. Sometimes I, like, look at... I, so today I looked up Zack Snyder because he just released uh, he just released a new movie on Netflix and I saw it trending <laughs> on Twitter. I looked up Zack Snyder <laughs> and I saw that he was fifty five years old and I was like, oh, that's not like that old. And then I like looked and it was like he married his current wife in he married <laughs> <laughs> he married his current wife in I think nineteen ninety nine and I was like, wait, like that was a long time ago. So it was, like, 22 years ago, but then 55 minus 22 is 33, and he was 33 when he got married, Mm -hmm. and he's been, and he's only 55, and he's, like, sometimes I just add up math like that, and I'm like, life is so long? Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Wow. As someone has a hard time with numbers, a lot of that. Just went over It means nothing. It probably means nothing to a lot of the listeners, too. I hope I got the point across. I was hoping you would segue into the topic. That's the problem. Most cold opens, it ends with the funniest part. Yeah. And then the theme music plays. I think, yeah, the thing I ended was just kind of sad. You're like, youth is slipping away. (laughs) But you know what? Death marches onward. But you know what is what forever? is life but permanent death? <laughs> but you know what lasts forever? What lasts? <laughs> what lasts forever, Becca? Mm-hmm. Uga Chaka, baby. <laughs> what are you saying? What could that? Be? <laughs> it was meant to be a segue. It's one of the first internet memes. Uga Chaka, baby. <laughs> yeah, I'll show it to you. <laughs> Do so. <laughs> You have to ask the question. No, show me Uga Chaka Baby. No, it has a very specific point. You can't see Uga Chaka Baby until I am good and ready. You're holding Uga Chaka Baby hostage. Um, hey Becca, what's Uga Chaka Baby? It's a meme. What's a meme? It's a unit of information. Can you be more specific? Welcome to Be More Specific, where an entomologist and a film student walk into a podcast and walk out with a question answered. I'm Tegan. And I'm Becca. I'm the film student, by the way. And I'm the entomologist. You know how, you know how, like, much cringe it evokes in me to admit that I'm a film student? (laughs) Is that, is that? You know the film student stereotype. 
See, and I'm getting closer and closer to fulfilling it every day. Yeah. Look how many baseball caps I own. You do own, uh, in my opinion, absurd a number, absurd a number of baseball caps. Yeah. If I'm ever a producer, it'll come in handy, though. Oh, and also, climb with me up Mount Everest. We're at the top. Yeah. I'm at the top alone I'm, okay. with the listener. <gasps> you got to climb it and I didn't? Yeah, I'm super out of breath, though, <laughs> just to be clear. Fair enough. Um, I'm really out of breath and I look you in the eyes, dear listener, and I say, I know nothing about geology and I'm so sorry I led you astray. This was never underwater. This being Mount Everest. <laughs> the rocks that formed Mount Everest were, mm-hmm. which is cool, but the mountain itself was not. Yeah. Uh, what was the fact, Rachel? You can come up with us now. You climbed the mountain. Also, um, like, comparative, like, uh... The billiard, billiard ball, ball thing. Yeah, so the the Earth isn't all that lumpy when you really think about it. When no. you think in terms of scale, uh... It's relatively smooth. It's it's pretty smooth, about as smooth as a billiard ball. Which, this is one of those things that I knew. Yeah. But I knew it, like... I don't know. The bottom of my toes. It, my, my, my brain was like... Like, it wasn't readily available no. to correct me, who... Like, also, sometimes when people say something to you that's so stupid and incorrect, like, your first reflex is to be like, wait, no. And then you don't always have the right information. You just know that it's not that. Or even, I've had things where someone says something and I go, well, that could be true. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know anything about geology. Yeah. Yeah. I have yet to take a geology class. I want to. Let's do it. We're going to take an improv class and mm-hmm. a geology class, and you're not going to get tired of me. We're majoring in science podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is the podcast where two friends major in science podcasting. Yeah. I mean, we're we're learning with you. I think th- I think that's something that's kind of cool. Yeah, we are not professionals. No. Oh, no, 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 oh, no, 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 no. Please don't think we're professionals. Also, we're off the mountain now. Uh, I rappelled down. I don't know how you got down, listener. I I've been waiting for you. I have I have fruit snacks for you. What's your favorite fruit snack? Okay, so I actually hate fruit snacks. <laughs> so they're for me. Uh, yeah, and I, I finish my fruit snack and I go, oh, that was really good. But I look at yours like a little like, like sad. Yeah, I mean, some of the fruit smiles are kind of okay, and I had like a week long affinity for the blue Scooby Doo one. Ooh, that was like all chalky. Yeah, mm-hmm. and a lot of people are pretty obsessed with it, but. No, I don't like most, like, unnaturally chewy food. Okay, actually, I don't even like a lot of naturally what's chewy a- food, because I don't really like dried fruit, and that's very naturally chewy. I was chewy. gonna say, what's, what's a naturally chewy food, and you answered it mm-hmm. with dried fruit. Which is extremely chewy, and not, I don't like not a thing that I like. Because one time I threw up a bunch of dried mango. <laughs> I hate that. And it's like, <laughs> nope. Nope. That's Tegan's food corner. I also don't like tap, like, uh, boba. I don't like tapioca balls. Oh, so- have you seen? It's too chewy. Have you seen the video of there's this kid? He's drinking. He said, I really liked this tea. And so the lady behind the counter told me to try the boba. Yeah. And he said, I think these are supposed to to melt. And he <laughs> takes a sip and he goes, <laughs> and then he goes, something hit the back of my throat. <laughs> and everyone in the comments was like, yeah, bud. <laughs> that's the boba oh my God. <laughs> this poor guy it was on tiktok and it really cracked me up that's really funny um do you think that counts as a meme it might but i don't know if anyone's like riffed on it yeah okay cool um that's an awesome thought let me tell you about the history and definition of memes <laughs> we can we can we can return to the little riffing comment later perfect 
the definition of meme defined by okay actually i can't do Where'd this voice even that for a little pipe bit from and that big red armchair <laughs> so the oxford dictionary defines meme it's like i'm giving a talk in sacra meeting <laughs> as that that's niche but that's a meme <laughs> but oh my gosh what everything we say everything we say is a meme because, because nothing, nothing we, say we say is original yeah an element of a culture or system of behavior that may be considered to be passed from one individual to another by non-genetic means. Like a disease. Especially imitation. And then, like, the sub-definition sub Oh my is... gosh, wait, does that mean, like, hmm? people making, like, a hand signal is a meme? Yes. So, like, the little, like, kawaii heart? Yes. It's a meme. Uh, let, let me tell you a little, a little more. Oh. So... Regale me with tales of memes. You ever heard of Richard Dawkins? Yes. He's the, an evolutionary biologist, so I'm not surprised that you've heard of him. <laughs> you said that, and then I said yes, and then my stomach dropped that you were going to make fun of me. <laughs> no, it makes sense. In my, in my notes, I say, a fun intersection of our interests is the fact that Richard Dawkins, the man who coined the term meme in his book, The Selfish Gene, is an evolutionary biologist. Mm -hmm. He likened the spreading of cultural behaviors, otherwise known as memes, to Darwinian evolution with their survival of the fittest and adaptation and... Replication and all that. Um, and we can talk about evolution on episode probably someday. It might be a little... I don't know. I'm always afraid of getting into topics that are, like, controversial, even though evolution shouldn't be. Evolution isn't controversial. Okay. People who tell you it's controversial are lying. Okay. That's my... Well, well I, as in just, like, I don't... You don't want anyone... Here's I thing. don't want anybody to be mad at us ever. <laughs> yeah. Which I, is impossible. So. Yeah. We're not... I don't think we're uh, appealing to the fundy crowd. Yeah. You know. But, um, yeah, so people, it was also really funny when, like, the selfish gene came out because people were like, oh, wow, you're onto something with these memes. Like, could you be more specific? Like, you know. Yeah. Elaborate, please. And he was like, no, this is a book about genetics. It's kind of just an offhand, like, hey, I mean, culture probably connects. Yeah. Um, to Dawkins, memes were simply units of information. Cultural information. And, you know, that's not even to mention internet memes. That could even be things like... The advent of washing your hands before you deliver a baby. Yeah, it's literally just any sort of, like, behavior yeah. or just cultural information. Just mm -hmm. information that is replicated. Stories. Yeah. Handed down. Yeah. I was like, so memes are folklore. Yeah. Uh, yes, they are. They have been yeah. passed on through non-genetic memes. The and archetypal characters in folklore are yeah. the oldest memes. So we could just go and I, I could just be like, okay, episode over told you what a meme is it's just cultural information yeah but there i i think the history of memes is really interesting and like to do with this like i think i split it into two sections where we're just talking about like cultural memes and then internet memes because they're very different worlds and you know when most people think of memes they think of internet memes but um because the internet is ridiculously quick yeah yes but so Soon after the selfish gene came out, like, the the study of memetics mm -hmm. kind of became a thing, and it just likened memes to genes and memetics to genetics, and it seeks to find explanations for the passing on and propagation of cultural phenomena. And a lot of- it's, it got a lot of flack because, like, people just proclaimed it as pseudoscience and that there was no- there's no way to, like, empirically, like, prove- what 
what a a meme is, like what a <laughs> unit of information may look like in the brain, because there were people who tried to proclaim memetics as like a hard science, and they would take oh. brain scans and stuff of people who were like related to each other to see if they could pinpoint like uh, a brain formation where a certain piece of information might be found. I feel like that is a lack of understanding of how the brain works. Uh, maybe. Well, because if I brains are complicated, dog... <laughs> and yeah. I, there have been, like, interesting studies and, like, theories that, like, information makes an imprint on the brain, which... Physically? Yes. Well, I mean, we know that neuron pathways. Yeah. But, like... So it's, like, an extension of that idea, and a lot of it... each person. Yeah. And a lot of it is, like, pseudoscience. Yeah. And... Maybe someday it won't be if we figure it out, and if we figure out a way, it, like or if we I don't know in, if it's if, if it's proven or disproven. Until then, like nobody knows. Yeah, and I think that like trying to make like cultural studies into a science, I think it's also an attempt to like legitimize it when I think that it should just be legitimate in its own I right. Agree. But that's kind of how memetics was, and. It is pretty much, like, there are people who are still looking into it, but it's kind of frowned upon and looked down upon, mm-hmm. like, to the extent that after the 70s and 80s, it pretty much died out, mm-hmm. uh, which, I mean... I-, I bet you the same type of studies are still continuing under different names. Yeah, like psychology. <laughs> yeah, that's, it sounds like you're describing, uh, sociology, actually. Yeah. yeah. So, the term meme derives from the ancient Greek mimetes, meaning imitator or pretender. So, we're already kind of hearkening back to your little, uh, like, uh, riffing, (laughs) riffing statement where... What is language but memes? What is, what is... I'm crying. The only thing that differentiates a meme, for me, if it's just a unit of cultural information, is just replication Mm -hmm. and imitation and riffing Mm -hmm. and like just subversion yeah but just yeah imitation like that's yeah. that's it it's not it doesn't have to be image with text it doesn't have to be emotion or it doesn't have to be part of a specific like subset of even, people it's it can just even be an action or a yeah. way of doing an action like yeah. i'm thinking of like a copy pasta right yeah there's i'm part of so many facebook groups and sometimes someone will post something really stupid yeah. And instead of people responding and being like, hey, what the heck? They'll just copy and paste what they said back to them in the comments. Mm-hmm. And the comment section will just be the post over and over and over. And I know what that means. It's like, you know, people showing, di- like, discontent and, like, being upset and being like, what you're saying is dumb. Yeah. And I just think it's it's interesting because it doesn't matter what the words are, but the action itself has become a meme. Mm-hmm. In... In, in a way to show, like, anger, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It and can be hysterical. Yeah, so this topic is interesting because it's, like, it's really it's really easy to define, actually. But, and I think that's a meme, <laughs> for sure. And dabbing was a meme. Dabbing is a meme. <laughs> is a meme. I don't know. I feel like dabbing is dead. After Hillary Clinton did it. I think it lived for a bit after. But, yeah, no, it's probably dead. Hillary Clinton also killed Pokemon Go, so. That's not true. Oh, oh, you're saying this only because you still play Pokemon Go. You're one of the 12 people. Let's talk about some of the first memes, okay? Not even the first internet memes. We're not there yet. Picture yourself. So the Big Bang. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Not that that far. People have to be around. uh, 
well, we'll get there. Um, stone coalesces. Uh-huh. Uh, there's hydrogen. Everest is formed? <laughs> Everest is formed. The, well, the Earth, I don't know when it's formed. Uh, rocks happen. Uh, and then life happens. And then a reptile comes out. Well, a pseudo, an almost reptile comes out. An animal comes out. Speed of up, the, speed up, speed up, speed up. Speeds out of the water and is like, "Whoa, <laughs> whoa, I can walk on this." Um, That's crazy. Uh, millions of years later, a human is there and is like, "Then another human happens." Oh, so there's two humans. Mm-hmm. Then um, a monkey walks Europe over is and is like, "Hey, what's the delineation between species?" And we're gonna have to deal with that later. Yeah, we are, but. Um, <laughs> Think the Middle Ages. That's where we're at. Okay? Oh my gosh, we have so much more ground to cover. Okay, back at We're not so doing the history of the entire world, okay? We're not doing that. <laughs> not today. So, we're in, like, the Middle Ages. Then we're in, like, the Renaissance. Then we're in, like... Yeah, no, no. This is just throughout history, ever since, like, human culture was a thing. Ever since there were two humans. Yeah. But, like, more since... Like, it's... We need we need to have evidence of humans. Like maybe these memes existed, Becca, but could there be cross species memes between Homo sapiens and Homo neanderthal. Maybe if they thought that dicks were funny, because the they first memes did. was just drawing big penises everywhere. Yeah. Well, okay. So, like the first meme, is it a meme because it hasn't been copied from something else? Probably because or is it it's only because instance? it's riffing on human behavior. So is then is human behavior like it's only meaningful because it is drawn from something else, which is the idea. So it's like what came first, chicken or the egg? Yeah, like what? What came first, the idea or the representation? Yeah, and you know that's something to think about. And the fact yeah. that like cute like caricatures of penises were in sections of the world from cultures that had apparently never interacted with each other like well that was the aliens becca oh my mistake and the meme and and the aliens knew each other Uh uh-huh and they had penises okay then these are memes for sure (laughs) done Um, settled here on this podcast today yeah another one is the memento mori which yeah like skull and death like those two things being yeah, yeah skulls that represent death and just the idea of representing death in art and stuff. Yeah. It's just, maybe maybe you can just simplify it and be like, maybe it's just humans showing, like, the things that they valued, which was sex and death, or the things that they were, like... Concerned about. Concerned about. And That's kind of... I, I don't... Are you going to talk about hostile architecture? No. Okay. Hostile architecture is my favorite Wikipedia page. Have I? To- I've, I'm sure I've told you. We should you about just do an before. episode about it. Well, it, it does tie into this a little bit. I'll just touch on it. It's okay. basically the question of how do we communicate with humans in the future about potential hazardous substances without knowing what language they speak. Yeah. And the answer is memes. Yeah. It's using a skull and crossbones and bright colors because death exists in nature and it should always exist and bright colors mean bad things mm-hmm. in the nature and there's no reason for that to change mm-hmm. and like spikes and right angles showing that something's like man-made just like these these like hardwired concepts from culture being weaponized in such a way for mm-hmm. us to understand in the future there might be nuclear waste here we shouldn't or we don't know what it is but something is buried here we should not unearth mm-hmm 
It's so cool. Yeah, so I yeah, I think that does connect because you're just you're trying to create like standardized meaning through like through time. Through time yeah. and like if people see it enough places then it'll gain meaning and that's like maybe if there was just one depiction of a skull people would get a little freaked out but it probably wouldn't carry the same weight that yep. it does to us. Yeah. It's yeah, it's fascinating and sometimes memes can be used for specific reasons. Yes. And but uh, you know okay, that's that's another thing that we'll talk about. Uh, another like another meme Another early meme was mm-hmm. is the Seder Square, which spelled out Seder, Aleppo, Tenet, Oprah, Rotas, which it's and it's on top of each other and you can read it in any direction, upside oh. down, backward, forward, back, like it makes up a palindrome. It's the same forward and backward. Mm-hmm. And I imagine that's what the film Tenet was inspired by. Oh my gosh. <laughs> because the middle word is Tenet and I don't like that. That's got to mean something. But Becca, you <laughs> you found it. Wait, is that referenced anywhere, or were you just like, oh my gosh, this is what Tenet is based off of? I just, I or just like, thought of it now. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> Every Nolan. all roads lead back to Tenet. All roads lead back to Christopher Nolan sitting in his little mansion, being like, "What if I flipped? Um, what if I flipped? A, what if I reversed entropy? What if I reversed entropy and then I flipped a semi truck?" Yeah. So. <laughs> Although nobody knows for sure what the Seder Square means, it has shown up over the centuries in different cultures all over the world, including France, England, Syria, and Italy. In the same language? Yes. Aliens. Latin. I mean, yeah, it's all Latin, but... Aliens taught us Latin. Aliens speaking Latin? Um, and then... Aliens speaking Latin. (laughs) I know, I got the same, I got the same. Aliens in love... Surprisingly wholesome. Anyway, and then another, uh, another old meme, like, we're, we're steadily growing a little bit more contemporary. There was Kilroy, who was a cartoon character people, uh, drew all over the place in, especially in the 40s, he kind of became a war symbol during World War II, and it just became, like, a, a symbol of, kind of, revolution and freedom, and it's just, it's just Kilroy, he's just a guy with a big nose sticking over a ledge. Oh, I know who it is. Yeah, everybody. Well, not. I think. I don't know. I know that I first encountered Kilroy on some random Pinterest post like a million years ago. I think. And somebody my... was like, this is the first meme. And I was like, amazing. And then I researched and it's like, no, it wasn't the first, but it is a cool one. Yeah. Well, if. if it's easy to draw, right? That's part of it, too. Yeah. Like, I. My aunt used to go. Or used to doodle those everywhere. That's funny. Yeah. Well, it's like, um, you know those S's that people would draw in middle school? Yeah, that's totally a meme. Um, and then there's the phrase Frodo lives became a meme and it was plastered all over in graffiti, buttons, and bumper stickers. Um, but it was frequently, like, it was adopted by punk culture and that's why it ended up anywhere. And it was used by people who felt that Frodo, who was sent off to Mordor, Mordor, on a death mission by powerful people with their own agendas, was a good metaphor for being held down by the man. I think my mom had a Frodo Lives pin. That doesn't surprise me. So, most of these memes are, like, loaded with meaning, with meaning, right? We talked about hostile architecture and the idea of, like, fighting against the man and supporting wartime efforts and even death and sex and all that. Well, there's also, with the punk movement, there is a lot of, like, your shoelace color, and even still now in skinhead culture, yeah. your shoelace cover color shows, like, what your political affiliation is, what your 
what your sexual attraction is. You've, I'm sure you've heard the, oh, if a guy has one ear pierced. Like, yeah. Stuff like that. Seen, I've seen memes about, like, men not knowing which ear. Yeah. <laughs> Um, like, now, that's, like, it's so meta. Yeah. Yeah. And so when this, like, transitioned into internet culture, um, like, before the internet came along, memes tended to have political or cultural significance, and their popularity lasted much longer uh-huh. than they do today, which, like, isn't really surprising. It takes longer for things to spread before... It took longer for things to spread before the internet. And, like, why would you bother, like, putting things up if it was, like, mildly difficult? If it didn't have meaning? I think the, um, probably the closest, like, one-to-one we have for internet memes and, like, memes Mm pre-internet would be, like, child games on the playground. Yeah. Or, like, things, like, where you draw the bug on your hand. This is buggy. Buggy does tricks. Yay, buggy. And then the mm-hmm. other hand would have him be squished. I feel like things like that where it's, like, meaningless. Yeah. It doesn't... It's nothing. Mm-hmm. Ring around the rosy. No one... The, there's the weird edgy kid, me, who would be like, well, actually, uh, this is referring to... to the bubonic plague. To the bubonic plague. I, uh, mm-hmm. Do you know how you would die from the bubonic... Yeah. <laughs> but, like, I, like, there's something to, like, the... This is fun because we are a community. Period. End of thought. Yeah. It's fun because other people do it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that, like, the difference between those is those sort of, like, mimetic behaviors, they were, they happened in a lot of, like, places, and they were meaningless, but the internet, like, makes them even more accessible. And, and the turnaround time is greater. The turnaround time That's is That's actually, I ran into... I ran into an article once. You know how Google News sometimes is like, you'd care about this? Yeah. And you're like, oh, I do. <laughs> um, Amazing. There's this researcher Algorithms, who, technology has progressed too far. <laughs> uh, one vote in too far column. Mm-hmm. Um, a tick mark. A tick mark, yes. Is that a meme? I feel like you had the, this look on your face like, I'm about to blow her whole mind. <laughs> no, I just think it's funny. I just think tick marks are funny. <laughs> Things that are funny. Also, tick mark, now I'm thinking of ticks and, like, uh, What bug. ticks look like? And, like, what a mark from a tick might look like. And that's not it. But I get what you mean. I don't, it doesn't matter. Anyway. <sighs> There's this picture of ticks that look like fruit gushers. Uh-uh. But they're, like, gray. Mm-mm. It's bad. Anyway, I've, I ran across this researcher who did a lot of stuff on schoolyard, the names of schoolyard games. Yeah. Across different schools in Britain. Mm-hmm. And this researcher would go from place to place and would map over time how names would spread and recede. And there was, like, this interactive map that showed, like, just how these names are changing. And then, like, a word for, like, someone you don't like, like, in this one corner, like, these micro habitats Mm -hmm. of these, like, cultural phrases and stuff. Mm -hmm. There's times where me and you are talking and it's like, oh, and across time we have the same reaction to a Kesha song, right? Yeah. But then there's other stuff that I say that you're like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, oh, well, when I was in high school, it was a huge thing to wear gauchos. <laughs> and it, yeah. you're like, and what's then, a gaucho? But inevitably somebody else pipes in and goes, I know what gauchos are. And they're from, like, the East Coast. Yeah. Like, it is so... And Yeah, and that's post also, I think that the invention... I don't know, just any sort of globalization yeah. has made, like, well, the transmission of mimetic behavior and folklore... And memes just, like, easier and easier and easier. And the internet yeah. was, like, the nail in the coffin. Whenever... I don't know if you ever had this where an army... 
the quote-unquote army brat would move in. Mm-hmm. And they would be like, well, at my school, we would play that, play it this way. And you'd be like, either the response was like, shut up. <laughs> or, you know, what's magic school bus? Where, at my school, we are. Phoebe? Yeah. <laughs> at my old school. Exactly. Classic Phoebe. Or people would be like, wait, oh my gosh, that's so funny. Show me how to show me how to write this weird s thing. Mm-hmm. Like it's almost like those kids. I feel like a lot of like army kids were like vectors almost. That's funny yeah. for like certain behaviors. Yeah, yeah. it is incredible. Which I think that's it, real science. Like, yeah, the connections between like disease, uh, disease, and culture. Uh, culture, kind of in some ways one to one which is yeah insane. I, it, like i am not surprised that people were like ah oh, memetics like, this is something because it is something they just i think also there's probably marketing around it that messed it up it got political yeah. and then it became well, there's less of stuff a... too like the punisher is now right wing yeah for like if the punisher isn't white right wing but the imagery is like, there's all these weird... Yeah, when I was researching, there was a ton of discussion about how different memes are, like, co-opted. Like, uh, oh my gosh, yes. uh, Pepe the Frog, <sighs> who yeah. just, you know, he was com- from a comic, and then somehow... Became an alt-right. Yeah, an alt-right, yeah. like... And then the cartoonist who created Pepe, like, in a desperate effort to, you know, shift the tides, he wrote a comic that, like, killed Pepe. Yeah. And, like, just tried to get it to stop and be like, hey, stop using this character. And He's it dead. became and, an image. And, like, yeah, yeah, it didn't stop. There's no. no way to stop it once it starts. Memes have a life of their own. Yes. Anyway, so let's talk about the first internet memes. So, sorry, you said that offhandedly. Yeah. Memes have a life of their own. Uh-huh. It's true. Mm-hmm. In the same way that a virus, a bacterium, has a life of their own. They are an organism. Yeah. That's, like... What a fascinating intersection of your interests, specifically. No, but I mean, like, it's not something I think about often. Mm -hmm. But when I do, like, sometimes I'll stumble into this type of train of thought, like, at work. Yeah. And I have to stop myself. (laughs) Because I start getting a little, like... What is ideas and have I ever had an original thought? As soon as, soon as I give the internet a second thought, I get freaked much. out. It's too much. Far too much power in everybody's hands. <laughs> and then, like, yeah, ideas have a life of their own and they become, like, no matter... Bigger than any person. Yeah, you can say something and you honestly have no idea what's going to happen to the thing that you put out. Yeah. Like, it doesn't... I mean... To the positive or negative, people might become, com- like, like, completely obsessed with, like, this meme that you made, or people might, I don't know. Write an op-ed about how it's horrible. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, you never know. Both, and it doesn't belong to you anymore. Memes don't belong to you anymore. Memes don't belong to anyone, which is wild when people try to, uh, copyright things <laughs> as well. Yeah. Especially, like, reaction images. Yeah, it's yeah. it's wild. I like bad bad luck, Brian. <laughs> That's a man. Yeah, it's a dude. It is, but it's not. Wild. It's not him anymore. That mm-hmm. picture doesn't. It doesn't represent him. Yeah, I see a lot of like random articles where it's like we met back up with so and so, or my gerd girl, and yeah. it's like okay, they're just a person. Mm-hmm. It's not them that we were interested in. It was that one image of them. Yeah. <laughs> Um, that's true. Which, like, like, it might be kind of sad, but I do also think that it's kind of freeing. It would be really freaky if it became more than that. 
It would be if it became, like, an instant celebrity thing. We want to talk about some of the first internet memes. Yes. Lighten things up a little bit. Leroy Jenkins. I mean, we can start with that, but I was gonna talk about (laughs) Ooga Chaka Baby. Ooga Chaka Baby! (laughs) Who, you still don't know what it is, right? I, no, I can't, I've thought so hard. I feel like I've, I've heard that phrase before. Yeah. And I, I have a feeling you might show me the picture and I go, Oh, yeah. <laughs> so there is some debate as to whether the dancing baby was uh, the first internet meme. People are like, people used emoticons in the 90s and those were popularized. So those are the first memes. And I'm like, okay, those were maybe the first memes on the internet, but they weren't the first internet memes. Yeah. Like there is a difference. Yes. Um, internet I, memes I has, become, yeah. has become its own like fascinating culture full of its own fascinating subcultures. And it's it's just different. And let me show you Dancing Baby. It came out in 1996. Is it a video? Yes. Videos <gasps> videos made up a lot of... Um, I have seen this, baby. Yep. It's, it's a poorly rendered Dancing Baby dancing to that song. It's actually, yes, it's quite terrifying. The black void behind it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, it's what difficult to- Ooh, good question. Um, somebody said, this kid is 15 years old now. <laughs> ooga ooga. Ooh, 15 years ago, my best friend and I were in fifth grade, and this was the pinnacle of comedy to us. We're still friends to this day. Oh, and then there's a whole, there's just a whole story about where she is now. She's married. Um, what? Congratulations. And then someone 15 years ago had the po- intelligence to predict the comedy of 2021. So this, like, They might was... be giving it a little more uh, than it is, but that's interesting. Yeah, and this was, yeah, released more than 15 years ago, and it's difficult to track the exact evolution of internet memes, but, you know... I just had a memory. Okay. Ma'am. Excuse me, Miss Teacher. Mm-hmm. Yes, I um, am calling on you. Thank you. I'm the only one in here. Um, say that to my face I mean of the students (laughs) (laughs) the there's this video of an alien dancing to I will survive Mm -hmm. a green alien and I remember my parents thinking it was really really funny and and I would watch it over and over and over Um, and I I have a very sneaking suspicion that it look it's the same type of rendering I bet you it was a play on this that's funny And this sort of, like, even when the internet didn't have, like, Twitter and Facebook and everything, like, message boards were always a thing, and email was always a thing. So that was one of the first that came out. And then, and, like, a huge argument in its favor is that it was the first image to be primarily shared through the internet. Like, it- Oh, people couldn't, like, print it out. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, that's why GIFs are so important to internet culture and internet memory. Yeah. Is that, like, there's no, like, analog way to yeah. transmit them. Um, and then, you know, there, there's also Hamster Dance, which is... Uh, yes. Which... Uh, Famous. Showed you, you sh- or you showed me. I don't know. It's iconic. I love it very much. I wish I was on the internet when it came out. Unironically love Hamster Dance. Uh, unironically, best picture 2021. I remember Hamster Dance being shared on Neopets message boards. Wow. But, like, not the same one, but, like, variations on it. Mm-hmm. Or people would have in their signature, like, one line of the Hamster Dance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Uh, so that is another one, and... The Rainbow Llamas. Do you remember those? No. They'd have their I don't remember. Open. This Most of this stuff is before my time. And they all go, like... <laughs> I mean, Nyan Cat, it was later, but that was one of, like, the first interactions I had with, uh... That's so crazy, mm-hmm. yeah. I also just wasn't on the internet very much until... I grew up on the internet. Like, I'm still not on the internet very much. I'm on Twitter now, and that's about it. Yeah. But I was never part of the whole, like, message boards and video game... I had and, a like, Tumblr. internet games culture. I, I was never on Tumblr. I had a Toontown, a Neopets, Webkins. I yeah, pl- you I were dabbled primed. I had a Club Penguin once, but I had the lame club. Cl- ah, I had the lame club penguin. I, also I wasn't played, even a VIP. I played Nexius, mm-hmm. which was an Unreal Battlegrounds. I played this game called Pandanda, which is very important to me, and yes. nobody else I know seems to remember it. I've had like moments of crisis where I'm like, did this actually exist? And I couldn't remember the name of it, so I was desperately searching like. <laughs> Uh, Panda King. Like, yeah, Panda MMO, like, (laughs) (laughs) like, MMO RPG, and people were like, "Mm, this doesn't exist, and then I finally found it. I also thought they were raccoons and not pandas, so that was a barrier to entry. (laughs) (laughs) Raccoon MMO. Yeah. That's really cute. There was also a Kung Fu Panda one that I really liked. Did you like pandas? I didn't have any particular affinity from them. It was just what my friends in real life were playing. Mm. Yeah. Dude, Toontown was so much fun. I, I'm sure. <laughs> and then there is, you know, another, like, element of meme theory is the idea that memes need to be made up both of the idea of replication and intertextuality, okay. which the intertextuality just means that, like, the memes that memes combine two cultural sources mm. and that can mean like that can meme <laughs> uh-huh <laughs> is that the end of the episode <laughs> so it just like i don't know just a random picture with words on it 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 only like you we've all seen memes that we don't understand because we're not part of the community that it's referencing or we haven't seen the movie that it's referencing or and it's purposely obtuse yeah. But not too purposely obtuse, because there is a line where that becomes a thing. Yeah, and, like, the trick is that, like, you, like, even just being a person and living in the world counts as one source of that inter- intertextuality, and then the second source is, like, the picture on the meme. Like, if I, mm. if I see, uh, I don't know, like, the Bernie Sanders mittens meme, and it's talking about, like... Me when I'm waiting for a latte in the middle of the day at Starbucks. It's like, it's only funny because Bernie Sanders in Mittens was funny because, like, it. I don't know, the context of the inauguration was that he wasn't wearing very nice clothes and he's an old man who's cold. And then, like, the second element is like, oh yeah, I've been there. I've waited at I'm Starbucks before. I'm also an old man who's cold. <laughs> I am also an old well, man who's cold. People say more often now than I feel like we ever had, myself included, Oh, this has the same energy. This has the same vibe. Things like that, which I think ultimately refer yeah, to. Yeah, and that's like co- that's intertextuality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's like connecting different things. And most of the time, memes aren't funny unless you have context for both of the things that are for for both like the image and for the moment. Yeah, that it is referencing. I and- could send a picture to our friend group right now of an egg with a hat on it. Mm-hmm. And be like, Becca, all lowercase. Yeah. And they would think it was funny. And that's because no Becca one wears would. hats, and I'm an egg, 
Apparently. And also just, like, the egg with a hat, we wouldn't question it because we know that memes are dumb and weird. Mm -hmm. Like, we already have that element of knowledge just about memes in general that we have, like, suspended our disbelief for so long that it doesn't matter what's on the image. We can connect it. Have you ever tried to share a meme with someone who doesn't have the background information needed and then realized the background information is a lot? Yeah. Desert constantly. I'll show him something and go, well, and he won't laugh and I'll go, well, this is funny because... So this references, and then I realize, I'm like, okay, so on Tumblr, there was this joke, like, and it just, and then let me find the post and hear, okay, but there was like a week where everyone's profile pictures were the same. Or like you show somebody who doesn't have depression, a meme about depression, and it's just like. Yeah, get it. Yeah, it just, it goes, and something that's like so normal to us. Yeah, and then it's, it's awkward and. It's just a... Well, there's a whole... It's like a case study of what, like, I don't know, memes gone wrong because you don't have, like, you don't have the intertextuality. Or, like, the meme is intertextual, but it's not a meme to a specific person yeah. because, like, it's not meaningful to them Yeah. for I this like, reason. I feel like TikTok does that a lot, too, with, oh, this song means this now. And if you miss the ground floor, sometimes people will make, like, riffs on it and they'll kind of, like... Yeah. subvert it and you're like what yeah what and could, that, that brings that up the like mean? yeah so like it's definitely a meme because it does contain these elements mm-hmm. but like it's not a meme to me like uh, <laughs> you know <laughs> like it, it's it doesn't mean anything to me so it's it, and it, memes I don't are know. subjective memes are suge- subjective and that's why people are like that's memes not- are suggestive <laughs> Oops. Back to the penises. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So I thought that was, like, a really interesting element. And I think, I don't know, the, the like, longer internet culture goes on, the more people try to assign definitions. Yes. Uh, to which, everything. To, to literally everything. And... Chuggy. Jeez. Ugh, you had to. You I had just to bring lit it myself up. on fire, actually. Um, I'm dead. And there's, I don't know, there was also, like, this... Thrillist article that talked to <laughs> that talked to different the meme makers. Media I trust. <laughs> yeah, uh, and like they came up with their own way of describing memes, which it's an an anagram for or what? What is it called? Like a? It, I don't know what you're talking about. It's it's a poem where like anagram. each letter spells think, out. No, that's not an anagram. No, it's not an anagram. Acronym. Acronym. Yes, sorry. The acronym it's message evolution malleability and effect. So it's like I would love to be in the room where that where a whiteboard was used to get there. Yeah, because there was a whiteboard. They were used. like, okay, meme, meme. Okay, um, meme, Mister. So, no. So the message there needs to be a clearly definable message. Evolution. The meme cannot remain static. It must be adopted and remixed by a community of people. Malleability. It must aid in its own evolution by having defined characteristics that can be changed while maintaining and preserving some semblance of the original message. I feel like that's the same as evolution. I agree. And then effect. It has to reach a certain level of popularity and understanding or the message won't matter. I Perhaps that... the most important part of the meme is its virality, which I think it's unimportant so it's part. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I I think that the virality is unimportant part, but it's not. I don't know. This is definitely made by argue, like content makers. I would you know? argue relatability is more important. Because relatability leads to all those other things. Yeah. You know that tick or that TikTok? That vine? That Ooh, goes, throwback. Uh, I do that. Yeah. That's all it is. <laughs> I do that. Yeah. That's the amount of memes I go, 
I do that. Well, and now there's one on TikTok that's just someone going, <laughs> nice. Yeah. And it means the same thing. Mm-hmm. That's something interesting Like, is that as a well. meme of the vine? I think, I think only if, like, we'd have to ask the creator well, if that's what they were thinking of. Yeah. Because then. Well, it doesn't matter what the creator was thinking or yeah, is it Yeah, like what artistic the, intent or. Is it what the listener is hearing? Or is it what, like, the culture, like, is. is expecting? Yeah, is expecting or implicating. Yeah. The, um, something interesting happening on TikTok currently is TikTok is going through the same phases that Tumblr went through. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, everyone's really silly and funny, and then it's like, oh, now it's political discourse. Now it's discourse about, uh, LGBTQ+. Now it's discourse about, like, fat phobia, and we're gonna come back around to political... Like, people are always like, oh my gosh you guys are having this conversation, like, you know, oh, these Gen Zers are having the same conversations we had on Tumblr at the same age. Yeah. It's interesting how many of the conversations and jokes are the exact same across Mm -hmm. time and across platforms. Yeah. And that's, like, that's why the study of memes is so interesting. Mm -hmm. You You can study memes by studying memes. Like, okay. Okay, so that, that, that means <laughs> from <something>. the top. <laughs> you can study memetics. You can oh, study, yes. y- like, cultural units of information and their transmission by studying internet memes. Because they are just... And it's rapid fire. It's like... It's yeah, like they're just studying, they're just a case study. Like, it's like me studying evolution by putting a bunch of uh, bacteria in a Petri dish. Mm-hmm. Only it's people. Yeah, it's indicative of a greater whole. Like... <laughs> so cool. Yeah. It's so cool. And... This is so cool. And I love it. That's all. <laughs> anyway, wanna wanna share some of your favorite memes? <laughs> That's all I have for you. For um, you uh, on the scholastic side. It's so interesting. There's actually a lot of parts of meme culture that could get their whole episode like dank memes. Yes. Are totally and radioactive memes. Um, surreal memes. Mm-hmm. Okay, the whole idea of this meme has been heavily toasted. Yeah. You see, like, Mm -hmm. that terminology, the first time I explained it to Desert, he looked at me like I had, I don't know, an arm growing out of my forehead (laughs) that was waving to him Mm -hmm. and aggressively signing, like, a secret message. He was very confused. Yeah. But, um, I think, yeah, a super notable element of internet memes is just their shelf life is so short. Like, most memes, they, they are in... And out in the, over the course of a week. Like, the Bernie Mittens meme I haven't seen in months. The, um, on Tumblr, the Misha Apocalypse. Yeah. There is a, this is for any listener, if you want to get a peek into how bizarre memes can be when you are not involved. Mm -hmm. And, like, really dive in. Tumblr Heritage Posts is a blog run by someone who, they look for old posts. Mm -hmm. Uh, they have a certain time frame and they're looking, sometimes they'll be like, I'm looking for this event. Does anyone have the original post? And then they reblog it and add it to the blog. But right now they're doing a bunch of the Misha Apocalypse stuff, which was basically there's this funny image of Misha Collins from Supernatural. And everyone on Tumblr within the Super Hulak fandom and kind of out of it changed their profile pictures to the same image. Oh, yeah. On April Fool's Day. And then it like... Everyone's posts were just gifts of other things with that picture, Misha Collins' face, just, like, pasted over. And we all thought it was so funny. Yeah. 
And now I look back on it, and even through time, I'm like... That's dumb. I get it, but, like... But then there are other posts, like the My Three Weed Smoking yeah. Girlfriends, which is the pinnacle of comedy, and nothing And, and there are some memes that kind of... They make it. Like, mm-hmm. uh, none pizza with left beef. Oh, phew. Never die. No. And, you know, that I think that is the cream of the crop. Like, it's so absurd. And I think sometimes it, what, that gets you there. Like, it's so memorable. What background knowledge does it require? None. Nothing. With left beef. The This is a tweet. Birds rights activist. This is one of my favorites. I feel uncomfortable when we are not about me. I'm sure you've heard people say mm-hmm. that. Yeah. yeah. I love I love the is this a pigeon meme. Yes. Uh, you know, with the anime dude who's like pointing at a butterfly and going, is this a pigeon? That's yeah. hilarious. That's kind of a newer one. I also loved. I also love present tense surprised Pikachu. I don't see very many surprised Pikachu anymore. No. And that is devastating to me because it's the best meme. I see a lot of um, deep fried spur- surprise Pikachu. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's also a lot of very specific entomologist memes mm-hmm. that are really funny that I've showed Mecca before because I laugh and I show her and she's like, okay. <laughs> yep. I guess scorpions fill their bowl with substrate. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> but then there are others that it's a screenshot of a, I think it's a BuzzFeed article. I think it was a joke BuzzFeed article. 12 Disney princesses as lukewarm bowls of water. (laughs) So good. (laughs) My favorite meme of all time, though. I don't think it's readable. I'm gonna... I will post my favorite meme of all time on the Instagram. Okay. And we will also post yours. Okay. We'll post it on the Instagram. Uh, wanna issue a call to action? I mean... (laughs) Want to issue a uh, organic call to action, Tegan? Well, I don't know. I feel like a lot of a see... lot of podcasts kind of putter out. We we're, we ran other things to talk about. Okay, I know what I want though. Okay, I want. Please send me your favorite meme on the be more specific Instagram. Yeah, for sure. And I we'll... I would even look at that, and I don't look at many of the messages. And we will choose our favorites and put them on our story or something, so then we could share them. Because mm-hmm. why not? Why not be part? It's not the problem. Why not be part of the problem? Why not be part of the culture? Part of the solution. I think it would be really easy to say memes are bad. Yeah. But I think... Or that, or even that memes are stupid. But I would say they are inherently neutral and indicative of, like, the human condition and, like... Kind of, I think that maybe they're good. I think they're good If they make anybody well, feel yeah. understood. Yeah. Why That's not? great. It's frustrating when something I think is funny, like Pepe, is mm-hmm. used to spout an ideology that is harmful. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. But, like... And also, I mean, I that's this net, is not all even good. to mention, like, the whole, like, social media managers are a thing now, where mm-hmm. their whole their whole job is to create memes that advertise for businesses. Wendy's Twitter. And most Jenny's of the time... Tumblr. And much of the time, like, that sort of stuff doesn't catch on, but sometimes it does. Denny's Tumblr. Which, like, it's funny. Yeah, Denny's yeah. is funny. That's great. Denny's, Denny's said, you like surrealism? Yeah. Here, eat some dirt. <laughs> yeah. But it's also just, it's just something to think about that, like, Capitalism. memes for a while yeah. were kind of like an uncontrolled way of humans communicating with each other. And now they can be managed. Yeah. Cool. It's, it's wow. Very, weird. Yeah. Kind of scary. Can be managed, but also can't be stopped. Yeah. It's very much a, did you leave the refrigerator door open? There was plague in there, you know? Mm. And then a meme starts and someone's like, well, this doesn't, oh, actually, I'm Ben Shapiro and I'm offended. And it's like, sorry, fridge was left open. 
we're all making fun of you now. Yeah. But Which is crazy. Not for long. Not for long. It'll be a minute. There will be another thing in a week. Even outrage is mimetic at this point. Oh, for sure. Oh, this person's being canceled. Like, that's the... Well, it's human nature to, like, copy each other, right? Copy we talked about that in the laughter on. episode, too. I like how our meme episode and our laughter episode are, I think, our two least funny ones. They're so analytical. <laughs> I know. I'm like, why am I laughing? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, as soon as you talk about the thing that makes you laugh, it's not funny anymore. No. And you start being like, oh my gosh. Do I know too much about memes now to no longer appreciate them? No. No. Memes are... Eternal. Eternal and, um, exhaustive? Eternal, but also... What's the opposite of eternal? Ephemeral. An ephemeral pool is a pond of water that Yeah, it lasts for a very short time. time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's ephemeral. And then I get that confused with ethereal sometimes. Which is heavenly. Yeah. Cool. Well, you know what? Next week we'll have a Please cut that corner. out. Yeah, no. I'll, I'll never, I'll never lay it down. <laughs> I. <laughs> 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 I won't cut it out. Oh, no, stop. It's me, the Joker. <laughs> Twist my Twisted. Joker doesn't have a, Joker doesn't have a mustache. No. <laughs> Imagine if the Joker it would it would had it would interfere bar. with the effect of his smile. Oh, you're right. That would just be poor character creation. The Joker is such a weird character. Send us your favorite meme. Rate yeah. review us on iTunes. Yeah. And um, I don't know. Hug someone you like, I guess. If you're vaccinated, get vaccinated. That's the third thing. Mm-hmm. Bye. Nah. We should have ended on the Joker handlebar mustache thing. That was funny. <laughs> you want me to say it again? Yeah. Put a Joker at a handlebar mustache. <laughs>